Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. What is up everyone? I hope you are having a fantastic day. So glad to have you here on episode 41 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. And today we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to do a little Q&A. Uh, there's a reason for that. It's out of necessity. Uh, I need to cut down the time that it takes to record the shows and keep things a little bit more brief. I'll explain exactly why, and uh, that's probably going to be the format of the show maybe for the next month or so, but uh, that could change depending on my time and availability and whatnot, but uh, fear not, we will have an episode each week to the best of my knowledge. So that's what I'm going to shoot for. Keep having those regular episodes and keep hitting you guys with some great actionable content. So that is the plan, but I will explain more in full detail shortly. But before I do that, I wanted to thank some new email subscribers over this past week. Tim, Jackie, John, and Dirk, thank you so much for subscribing over at nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, where if you do join up on my list, you will instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide, which will give you some ideas on what to write about if you're drawing a blank. And also you'll get my seven simple SEO tips on the biggest things to concentrate on when you do SEO for a post. Those things only take a minute or two and they'll give you the most bang for your buck as far as uh, getting that organic traffic from the search engines over to your website. So those are two great guides, absolutely free for joining up on my list. And again, thanks so much for joining up this past week, you guys. And also I wanted to thank Richard for signing up through my HostGator link last week as well. Thanks so much. And uh, if you're interested in signing up for hosting, I recommend Bluehost for longer term hosting if you're going to sign up for a year or more. And uh, my link for that is nichesitetools.com forward slash Bluehost and you'll get a couple bucks off going through my link. And also HostGator, if you're looking for shorter-term hosting on a month-to-month basis, you can sign up at nichesitetools.com forward slash HostGator, where you can also utilize my coupon code NicheSiteTools, and you can get your first month for only a penny. That is a great deal. Both of those companies, Bluehost and HostGator, are owned by the same parent company, and I utilize Bluehost for my hosting services, and they've been great. So you can't go wrong with either company, depending on what type of term you're looking for. For. So hopefully that's helpful, and thanks again, Richard, for using my link for HostGator. So before we get right into the content this week, which will be all about how to optimize your site to decrease the load time and uh, make your site more responsive, I wanted to give you a little bit of a backstory and explain what's been going on and why the change in format. So to say this past week was a whirlwind for my wife and I would be a severe understatement. It uh, started out the week like any other week, but uh, I think I think I mentioned previously, my wife and I live in a rented condo. And what happened, uh, what's been going on is we have two exterior balconies and there's been work on our building for everyone. There's two buildings in this condo association. And what's been going on is they've been doing a lot of repairs. The building was built in 1970, so they haven't done any maintenance as far as balconies go. So they're actually checking the integrity of the balcony, making sure everything's safe. And in many cases, they've actually been jackhammering the balconies completely and making sure the steel underlying steel rebar underneath there is sound. And then they're going to pour new concrete, blah, 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 blah. So a lot of work on the balconies. It, there's literally been jackhammers every day. To, 
from Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. And uh, the work that they've had to do is a lot more extensive than they initially thought. So I knew about this when we signed our lease in August that there was the potential for some disruption. But I talked to the uh, association president and said, hey, you know, we're thinking about signing up for our lease. Should we consider moving? Should we, you know, what? how bad is this going to be? How disruptive? And they said at the time, oh, it shouldn't be too bad. I wouldn't think it would be something that would cause you to move. And uh, that was the best information we had at the time. So we signed back up. We've been here for two years. We like the people. We like the community. So we said, oh, we'll stick it out. Hopefully it's not too bad. Well, needless to say, of course, it is far worse than expected. Both um, one of our balconies, the lower balcony, had to be completely jackhammered. And when they did that, they found that the damage went inside the um, unit as well. So we have a wall of windows there. And basically what they told us on Monday is that they're going to have to take out that wall completely, replace it with a plywood wall, taking out all of our daylight in the first floor. And uh, that's going to be probably four weeks minimum and possibly longer that that's going to be there. And uh, that was a little bit shocking to us. Not only that, they were going to actually have to come four feet inside of our living room and put that wall there. So we were going to lose four feet of our living space. We're renting. We're paying a good amount of money for the view, for the uh, condo itself. And uh, that didn't sit well with us. You know, it was our fault for signing that lease. But had we, you know, had all the information, that's what's been going on. So we've been dealing with a lot of that uncertainty. And we have uh, cats as well. So we have to relocate them to one of our rooms, basically our master bedroom. So needless to say, it's been a major inconvenience this past week. So we were really frustrated. Didn't want to continue to pay, but of course we're locked into our lease until August. So what we did over the course of the week was we actually emailed our landlord and he's really great. He's a uh, cardiologist locally, you know, great guy. He knows we've been really great. We take good care of the place and uh, we hardly ever call him for anything. So we emailed him hoping that he would cut us a break, you know, maybe let us out of the lease a month or two early and see what he would do. So we sent an email describing everything, telling him what we've been through. I'm not sure what sort of information they've passed along to him. So needless to say, make a longer story short, we emailed him on Monday and on Tuesday he said, given the situation, what we're going to do is we'll let you out of the lease with only 30 days notice. So we were shocked. We were not expecting that. That's exactly what we were hoping for, something like that, where we could, you know, vacate the lease and look for more suitable living uh, arrangements where we didn't have to deal with this. And uh, we got it. So we were super excited about that, but also stressed at the same time, the thought of, you know, yeah, we have the option to leave, but uh, to think about, you know, we were planning to be here, we weren't planning to move and all that other stuff. So we're like, well, we're going to have to shift focus. So we started to shift focus this week, started to look for rentals, started to look at a couple of different houses for sale just to see what's out there, see what what the market is doing as far as uh, housing goes since we haven't been out there for a while. So what we did was we started to look, looked at a couple of rentals, looked at a couple of houses for sale. And what we found was literally anything we wanted to look at, The if we were one day late, it was gone. So the house that we liked was gone a day before. Two rentals that we looked at had rented out the day before. So we were kind of shocked at how great the market is here in Florida and uh, specifically in our local area. 
And what was going on is that there's so little inventory that these houses are going quick, the rentals are going quick, and it's definitely a seller's market. So we were kind of surprised by that. We knew there was limited inventory because of our research that we had done online on sites like Zillow and Realtor.com, but we didn't know how competitive it really was. So that added a little bit of additional level of stress. And uh, my wife and I were, you know, losing a little bit of sleep, trying to think of, you know, how are we going to do this? Uh, what's going on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the bottom line is, over the course of the week, we uh, weighed our options and we found. Uh, my wife actually found one rental on Craigslist of all places. I wouldn't have even thought of it. And we found out uh, by getting in touch with that person that he actually works at the same place that I do. He's been there for about eight years as well as I have. And uh, we're hoping to check it out this Saturday and we're going to see it at 1030, which was uh, yesterday. I'm recording this on Sunday. And uh, what ended up happening was we went to see this rental unit and there was two people before us and there was going to be several people after us and more people on Sunday. So knowing that we lost out on two prior rentals, we couldn't even see them because they had already been rented. We were prepared. We said if we like this place and it's everything we had hoped for based on the pictures, we weren't going to mess around. So we actually went to see it. It was, We were, you know, Pleasantly surprised, a lot of great updates. It was a little smaller than this, so we'll be able to save a bunch of money. And uh, bottom line was, you know, I didn't even have to ask my wife. I knew she liked it. I liked it. We told them right then and there, we're ready. We'll sign your application, you know, do whatever you need to do, and we're willing to uh, sign that lease today. So we did that, left the uh, rental, and then as we were leaving, I noticed that the people that were right before us came back right after us. So obviously they were interested as well. And I thought, oh no, here we go. We're going to get into some sort of rental bidding war. I wasn't sure if that was a thing, but uh, we know the guy really liked us and uh, knows where I work, obviously. And, uh, you know, we just got along really well. And he really isn't in the market to be a landlord. He actually wants to sell the place, but unfortunately he's underwater because he bought at the peak. So he's kind of an unintentional landlord. And I, you know, I told him, you know, we're really low maintenance. We might even be interested in buying you out and we'll check it out for a year. And uh, down the road, maybe we'll uh, buy it off you. So, you know, basically everything that they were hoping for in renters or potentially down the road, being able to sell, everything lined up. So I knew we had a leg up, but I knew these other people were just as interested and you knew, who knows what their story was and, uh, you know, everything else. So what I had done was as soon as we left, I texted him and said, oh, I saw the other people came back. And just to, you know, reiterate, we are very serious. I'm willing to pay the security deposit and any fees that we have to pay today. And, uh, you know, we're, we're ready. We got no issues. Let's do this. And, uh, fortunately, after a very stressful 15 minutes where my wife and I were sitting in a parking lot close by, he texted back and said, you got it. We're done. So. Luckily, it was a very long, stressful week of uh, not knowing where we we're going to end up, what the living situation was going to be. We now have a new rental secured, and we already signed the lease and uh, gave notice to my existing landlord. So we are going to be moving within the next three to four weeks, within the next month or so. So we're going to have a lot of stuff to do, a lot of packing to do, a lot of cleanup to do, and uh, you know, it's just a huge undertaking in a very short period of time. So I have very limited time now over the next couple of weeks through the end of March. 
So what I'm going to do is switch over to doing like a question and answers, but I just wanted to give you the reasoning why, tell you a little bit of the backstory, and uh, tell you exactly why. So, so hopefully that was cool. Give you a little insight as to the inner workings of what's going on with me and why the change in format. Hopefully you fully understand, but it actually might even be a good thing. Uh, the format, uh, you might like it as well. You might like it more than the previous format. So who knows? We're going to try it out, see how it goes. And it's going to be kind of similar to an Ask Pat type format. But uh, it's just going to be one question per week, and uh, I'll hit all the major points that I can, give you some actionable things to do as a result. And uh, if you have any questions whatsoever, I would really appreciate you sending them to me. You can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash contact. And if you want to leave it via a SpeakPipe message, there's a contact form on there. Or you can always email me at uh, chris at nichesitetools.com. Or you can head over to our Facebook mastermind where I'm the preliminary questions that I'm going to have are coming from there for the moment. So you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind and join up with that private Facebook group that we have going on. You can ask questions there. So a number of different ways. But this first question is going to be from Lori. And Lori's question was, how can you increase the performance of your website? And she had checked out her Google Page Speed Insights through the Webmaster Tools, and she had noticed that her numbers were, you know, pretty high. She had a couple of, you know, several second response time, and the uh, percent it gives you kind of like a, a number grade, so like fifty percent or whatever the case may be. It was lower than she had hoped, and she wanted to know how she could increase the speed of her site to decrease things like bounce rate and to help with her ranking. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And the good thing about that is a good quality web post will give you a lot of tips on how you can increase your site speed because that's beneficial to them. Anything that you can do to decrease your page load time will help them out and decrease the resources that are utilized on their servers. So everybody will benefit. Anybody that is on shared hosting, if you increase the speed of your own site by optimizing your site, that's going to help everybody that's on your shared server and that's going to help them as well. So they'll get less support calls. So it's a win-win situation. So it makes perfect sense that they would provide that information to you. And uh, luckily, Bluehost and HostGator has some excellent optimization tips on their site and guides, full full guides on exactly what to do. And uh, I'm looking at the Bluehost page now, which I will obviously include in the show notes at nichesitetools.com forward slash 41, which will be the post uh, show notes for this episode. And Bluehost has the ultimate guide to supercharging your WordPress blog. And uh, it really is a great guide. So they go in full in-depth detail on what is slowing down your site, tells you you don't have to spend money just yet, uh, on-page optimization tips, reducing and compressing your images, you know, all things that I've mentioned previously, reduce the number of requests, reduce, minimize HTML, JavaScript, and CSS. And the bottom line is you don't need to necessarily edit or, um, you know, edit manually, edit your files via file manager, but you could depending on your experience level. But they include links to some great plugins that'll do a lot of this for you. So that that's what I would recommend initially. 
don't plan to edit any actual manual files on your website because that, you know, it's a little bit more advanced. If you make some changes to a file, you have a typo or you copy paste things and it gets some special characters in there, you could render your site inaccessible. So be careful with doing anything. And of course, make sure before you do anything whatsoever when it comes to optimizing your site, you take a full backup with a uh, plugin like Updraft Plus, which is what I utilize for all my sites. It's absolutely free. And I store those backups offsite at Dropbox, which the uh, Updraft Plus backup plugin automatically takes care of for you. So that's a great plugin. Definitely recommend that. But make sure you back everything up. But now that you have your site backed up, uh, what we want to do is, uh, like I mentioned, go to your web host and look up on their site optimization tips or how to increase the performance of your site. And most web hosts, uh, at least the good ones, are going to have a great detailed guide for you. And uh, for example, the Bluehost and the HostGator both recommend, uh, as far as increasing your speed, one of the biggest bangs for your buck is going to be a caching plugin. And uh, let me see which one they recommend here. I think they both recommend the same one. And yes, they do. So they both recommend WP Supercache. And uh, that is a great way to increase your site speed. And the, what they do is um, it's generally there's a lot of settings for those types of plugins. Any of the caching plugins have a lot of settings, but they recommend very specific settings on what to choose. So if you are using HostGator or Bluehost, make sure you check out the links that I'm going to put in the show notes and it'll tell you exactly how you can best optimize for their hosting. So that's definitely the great steps to follow to set yourself up in the right direction as far as decreasing your site load time. And there's also a lot of other great suggestions on there. Most of them are absolutely free, and I'd recommend using any of the plugins that they recommend there to um, enable a lot of these settings. So again, I would not concentrate, especially for beginners, on manually editing in any files unless you feel 100% comfortable doing so because there's a potential, like I said, for typos. But um, these plugins that'll help you to accomplish some of these different uh, performance tips, they can do it all for you. So basically you just install the plugin, click a button, and you'll be on your way to gaining the performance increase from enabling those steps. So check out those steps from your web host. It'll give you a lot of uh, great tips and a lot of the suggestions here that they show um, they show you how this particular site that they were doing increased the speed load time from 1.8 seconds down to 0.37 seconds. So that's a huge increase in uh, performance. And what I've seen personally is uh, at one point my site was taking four seconds to load and I got my site speed down to under one second. So that went from four seconds to under one second. So that is a huge increase and that can go a long way towards increasing the user experience for your website because the um, any site that loads quicker and is optimized for mobile is going to be a great experience for your users and you're going to get high marks for Google and you're going to get better rankings as a results. So it could go a long way to increasing traffic for your site and ranking. So it's definitely something worth checking out. And uh, it depends on how long your site takes to load. So for example, if you're already under one second, 
there may not be a whole lot that you can do to tweak that, so you may not get uh, as much bang for your buck, but if your site is definitely taking several seconds or you're getting poor marks from Google, it's definitely worth checking into. Definitely check out the links from your host that uh, give you step-by-step guide on how you can increase your performance. There's a bunch of different ways you can check the speed of your site, but I'd recommend you start first with the Google PageSpeed Insights since Google is the primary uh, source for organic traffic. So start there first, and then there's another one that I use quite often. It's called GT Metrics. It's free, and uh, you can check that out as well. So there's a couple of different uh, links I'll include to check your speed, and then you can see based on the results uh, how far you want to go. So basically, it offers a lot of useful tips, things I mentioned before. Like I said, uh, increase decreasing the size of your images. Make sure that when you upload them to your site or your posts, make sure that they are already of the size that you want to use. Don't make your WordPress site um, decrease those size of the images for you because that takes overhead and causes uh, your load time to increase, which you don't want. So there's a lot of uh, great tips in there, things to try out, and uh, plugins that you can install for free to help you with that. And one caveat, make sure that when you're installing these plugins that you're aware that they may conflict or that they may require additional settings. So for example, I use the WP Touch Mobile plugin to make my site mobile responsive and make it look good on a mobile device. And uh, if you're using any of the caching plugins, you need to change some of the settings within there to make the um, WP Touch Mobile plugin work with my site. So for for instance, in order to continue to make my site mobile responsive, I need to tweak the settings in my caching plugin to make that work properly. So just a couple of things to be aware of that uh, you could run into. But again, if you have that full site backup, you can always uh, test out some of these caching settings, see how it increases your performance. And if you have any negative effects, you could always just deactivate that plugin. So there's a lot of things you can do. You know, if you do run into any negative consequences by enabling these, there's always ways to disable them or to revert to a backup. So just something to be aware of so that you know going in. It uh, will take a little, there's a bit of a learning curve, but again, if you follow those steps provided by your web host, you can also contact your web host if you have any issues as far as support goes, or if you have any questions that uh, you know aren't 100% clear in those posts, you can always contact them via chat usually or via phone, hopefully, if your web host provides uh, phone support as well. And don't be afraid to utilize that support from your hosting company. That's what you're paying the money for, and that's what they're there for. So definitely be sure to take advantage of that. I know a lot of people um, will ask other people first or look for answers online. Usually the web hosting support is the first place you should try out. Uh, Usually they're really responsive, especially via chat, and they can walk you through exactly what to do, and that way you get the answer from the company that uh, you're getting your hosting through. So the answer is going to be you know based specifically around your hosting and the way they're set up. So that's going to be the best answer usually. And then if you exhaust those resources and you don't get exactly what you're looking for, then you can branch out and uh, look for answers online and whatnot. But usually they have great uh, support forums. First, you can check out answers online on their site. And if that doesn't answer your questions, definitely give them a call and uh, and or use their chat feature or email or whatever the um, method is that you prefer. 
So to give a quick recap, what I would recommend first is that you take a full backup of your site with the Updraft Plus Backup and Restore plugin. And then once you have that, head on over to the Google PageSpeed Insights page, plug in your URL for your website, and then check the results. If you have anything that you could improve on, which I'm sure we all do, you can then head over to your particular web host and see if they have a guide on optimizing WordPress. If they don't, you can check out either one of the links that I'll provide for the HostGator settings or the Bluehost settings. I'm sure that would be a great place to start from. And uh, while it may not be 100% optimized for your host, uh, that'll provide some great results, I'm sure. So then you can just follow those steps, install some of the recommended plugins, and uh, plug in the settings that they provide. And boom, you should have a optimized site performing far better than it was before, which will help your rankings and traffic over time. And uh, that's something, of course, we all want. So hopefully that was really helpful for you this week. And you got some actionable tips, some things you can try, and some things you can do to get your website heading in the right direction. So hopefully you're cool with the Q&A format. Please let me know what you think. Maybe you like it more, maybe not. Who knows? But uh, that's probably how things are going to go for the next couple of weeks through the end of March, most likely. And then at that point, we'll analyze things, see how things went over the past month, and uh, either go back to a longer length format, or maybe we'll uh, sprinkle in some Q&A. Who knows? see how it goes, but I still plan to publish new episodes every Monday, so hopefully I can stick on that track. And hopefully the moving and the packing and everything else that will be involved will not get in the way of that. So that is my goal. Hopefully that's cool with you guys. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you guys have a fantastic upcoming week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now.